Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Trail Culture. I'm your host, Anne Robertson, and I'm so stoked you're tuning in. Today we've got photographer and adventurer Damien Schumann joining us on the podcast. He can be found anywhere from the Cedarburg to local trails on Table Mountain to the West Coast, either running or with a camera in hand. This guy has some incredible stories to share, but we're going to run out of time if we try to get to them all. Today, Damien joins us to chat about adventure, videography, and mostly about Run West and using trail running as environmental activism. I'm stoked that he's joining us to share these stories, and I really hope that you guys enjoy the episode. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Chill Culture. I'm so stoked to have Damien Shimon on the podcast today, filmmaker, photographer, and trail runner. This guy is a Cape Town local, and if you don't find him on the trails doing something epic, then you will find him still on the trails um, capturing something epic through through the lens, which is cool. Um, Damien's got a long history with the sports and has been running since 2012, um, and has also been involved in competitive sports since school, and has got a bit of a cycling background. We'll be chatting about some of his adventures, where his videography has taken him, and his involvement with Run West and environmental activism in South Africa. This guy has a lot of stories to share, and I'm really stoked that he'll be sharing some of them with us. So welcome, Damien. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Cool. Um, yeah. And w- welcome to the <laughs> the Velvet Dungeon of Telltale Media. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is so cool. This is Trail Culture's first uh, on tour or like, yeah, uh, visiting somewhere else um, to record. So that's cool. So, and you guys will see the video is great. Thanks to Damien. Um, yeah, so this is our little setup. It's actually weird. I feel like I should be recording you in like outside this epic mm-hmm. mountain backdrop, but hopefully the stories will, will take us there. For sure, for sure. Um, Damien, I went with describing you as an adventurer instead of like just a runner for a reason because I feel like you take trail running and mountain kind of missions and adventures just that one little step further. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, from the Cape Unfolds project to run west to running all over the mountains in the Cedarburg to pick up your car in Clan William, which is such a clear story that I heard about, I think, around about when I met you. Um, but yeah, the space is about stories. So can you just share like one of your favorite running adventure crazy stories with us what's a memory that just yeah yeah i, I mean like it, it, I, mean, I suppose just to start with it's um like you, you say i take it to like another level like <laughs> i don't i don't think i do i think i just keep it at you know at its essence yeah. um i mean for for me it's it's about exploring it's about inquiry um and learning about a landscape and um, yeah, keeping. I, th- I think what what what's what's so great about running is that it's 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 something which really requires so li- little. Yeah. And it's um, and I mean, when w- w- when we talk about exploring and all that, like I mean, like e- even even things like a, a trail, you know, is a, a man-made structure. Yes. You know, which like for something like mountain biking is quite essential, and like, but um, but if you if if you're taking like like fast movement into the mountains and working with your own navigation it's it's not actually one degree of being more hardcore it's actually that's actually just the original way of yeah going of, back of, to of, what it was where people it's like how do i get from a to b let me try and then see where yeah, it takes you yeah exactly and i think it's um yeah and uh, so i think that's what i really enjoy is just taking taking things back to its purest form and i find that's that's when the experience is richest that's so cool. And I mean, an example with the, to go pick up your car in Clan William, mm-hmm. did you just kind of pack, so, chuck everything to a bag, head out and hope for the best? I mean, were you, were you, yeah, what was the idea? Well, there was no, there was no idea. It was totally unscripted. So, <laughs> but, but, but again, you know, I think this is also the, the, um, the, the, the beauty of the sport is, is how it, um, it, it, it crafts, you know, your, your way of thinking and what is possible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So anyway, so my, my little car, Tupperware, we call him Tupperware. Tupperware, that's great. We call him Tupperware because he thinks he's a Bucky, but he's a little 1400 <laughs> gets. <laughs> um, nice. We had been, uh, yeah, we, we went into the Cedarburg and I've been shooting the Cape Epic the week before and. I was, I was chasing the leaders through this one area where 
I hadn't been, I hadn't recceed the area, and it turned out that the road I had to take was a high clearance road. Oh wow, so, nice. Okay. So, I, I mean, I had to, I had to catch the leaders. So I went up the high clearance in the skates. With Tapoe. Yeah, with Tapoe, and. Um, yeah, anyway, so th- I had a very proud moment when I parked next to the five Hiluxes that were like at the top yes. of the road. But um, I definitely hit something on on the way up. And okay. um, yeah, old Taps wasn't sounding too great after that. But then we, we were heading out to the Cedarburg for a rock climbing trip and the next day. And so we drove out to Cedarburg. And um, I, I mean, it, it was actually quite lucky where it happened, but we pulled into, uh, literally as we pulled into Suntrift, yeah. the car just stopped. Um, and <laughs> that boy's like, I'm on strike. He's on strike. So anyway, so we we get out, we check under the car and we can see the whole CV joint is like dragging on the ground. Oh, and we like, lovely. oh, cuck. So we, <laughs> we opened up the en- uh, opened up the bonnet and we I had um, I'd snapped the engine bracket and the oh, whole engine had dropped onto the gearbox, which had dropped onto the CV joint. And so the basically the car was going nowhere until we welded the engine back in. <laughs> so, um, but now all my mates are, so the, anyway, so it's, it's four o'clock on a Friday. We just get a tow truck in in time. Okay. But the, no work's getting done on the weekend. Yeah, and you guys also want to still go on your adventure. So yeah. Like this is next week's problem. <laughs> yeah, exa- ex- exactly. And, um, you know, the most difficult well, the running I love the most are A to B routes, but the most yeah. difficult part is getting a lift on the other side. And now suddenly I had a lift on the other side. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it, 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 it felt like quite a, a logical thing just to pack a sleeping bag and some food and take two days, two nights and explore some trails that I hadn't seen before. Next level. So, yeah, so yeah, so we had a we, we had an epic two days of climbing in the Wolfberg Cracks, and then um, when everyone else headed back to Cape Town, um, yeah, I I I did a a quick little mapping of um, a few routes that I hadn't seen that yeah. I really I really wanted to, um, yeah, and then ended up, uh, yeah, heading out that 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 evening. I think um, the first night I got quite lucky with weather. Um, Headed headed down towards Buckley Be- uh, Flay, okay, uh, which is like sort of southern Cedarburg, and then the idea was to kind of like traverse around the back end of Snooberg, which is yes. the lesser lesser seen part. Um, yeah. Anyway, camped out under the stars that night. It was great. Then put in about fifty awesome. k the next day. Headed through the um, uh, yeah around the back end of Snooberg, and then up and up and over towards. I've, I've actually I've forgotten offhand the name of the the cliff, but anyway, I ended up dropping into Algeria and then heading up to Middleburg, where like a storm broke out, but I got to the hut like just in time. Oh, lucky. Um, yeah, had a had a great night there. Woke up and then from there, headed across to the um, uh, Jan Dusselsrafia Valley. Okay. Around which is like down by the foot of Krakado and then um, oh nice wow but that Krakado peak that's beautiful that whole area I mean views yeah. views on views no 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 yeah. it, was, it was great and then yeah so it turned into like I think it was I, I can't it was somewhere between 120 150 k's um, okay over two in, days in two yeah oh, two days and like one evening yeah and um, yeah and it was magic and then <laughs> arrived arrived at the um at at, uh, at the, at the car repair place, um, and the lady looked at me in my clothes I'd been wearing for three days, yeah. and she just said, "I hope I hope you didn't cycle here, Damien." <laughs> and I said, "No, I ran." <laughs> and then that one hundred percent, she's yeah. like, "No, you didn't." And you're like, "Yes, I did." No, I think I was I think I was rank enough that. Oh wow, like, she's like, she, "I believe she you." She believed me. <laughs> no, I just I feel like the people in that part of the world they're so used to like. I don't know. This, it's like, okay, here's this guy. His car broke down. He mm-hmm. still did his mission. Now he's done an adventure and here he is to pick up his car. Like, mm-hmm. cool. Like, it'd be a bit different if you pitched up to something like a Lani auto shop mm-hmm. in Cape Town and you're like, yeah, I took a, you know, had a three day micro mission to get here. You'd yeah. be like, Ugh. yeah. Uh, but it's great. But, but it's, yeah, I, I love that. I, I, I love being in that situation where, you know, that's, that's a possibility. Yeah, that's where, so where it's awesome. considered. Like, I think, I, I mean, so, like, I, I think a lot of people sort of, get quite restricted by like living in fear of the unknown yes and then but it all like literally that's the unknown is what you haven't started like once you yeah. started something you're in it yes and then and then you figure it and, out and yeah. then you figure it out and and that's the same thing like kind of we got we got 
I got sidelined by an, this unexpected thing. Yeah. And we we're just like, well, we're in it now. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go three hours back to Cape Town, turn around, come, come back, back. Yeah, it's like, find don't a let it derail you. Like, yeah. And I like that you chose, like, the. it's not the easy thing. Like, the easy thing is to just, easy, come back, get, like, work, get a lift back, pick up your car. That's the easy and the boring way. I'm like, to choose the slower way and just something different. It's like, well, mm. why not? I'm sure you've had yeah. that a lot. Like, well... Why not? Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'd argue it'd be, it is easier to run than yeah. put my tail between my legs and ask someone for a lift back out to the seat of it to pick up my car. How much do you love Tupperware? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's so cool. And I mean, going, doing something like that where, I don't know, I feel like we can get caught up in our plans and routines and now you've had this thing that kind of interrupts you and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you've got this like extended amount of time in the mountains to just enjoy it's beautiful it's a mission i mean like what what goes through your mind are you just like missioning i love this this is great um yeah yeah i mean i i was i must say like i was pretty i was pretty stoked like because it was it, it was like a little bit and it is it is unplanned so i wasn't quite sure but at the same time i was checking out trails that i'd actually been eyeing out for a while so that was great yeah um and um i yeah, I, I mean, at the, I mean, I could, I, like, I, I remember, like, I was pretty, I was pretty stressed around that time in general, and now suddenly I had an extra three days just to yeah. remove myself from everything, and that, yeah. So I, I, I remember just like really, really enjoying the, the calm, you know, and yeah. um, and it's, yeah, and and, and this like it, it, it's um, it's 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 kind of like active rest because the whole day, like, it was I was doing forty, fifty k a day, which means like you're not moving very fast yeah but but like I, I was out for like i don't know like 10 hours or so and like oh, so, so you cool. so you, you kind of you, you're going along you kind of you're just enjoying your surroundings you're stopping you're having snacks like yeah it wasn't like uh, like it wasn't race mode kind yeah, of high like, stress I need it to was, do this 50ks and like as fast yeah. as i can yeah. i mean pr- priority was just get you know like finding a place to sleep before the weather turned bad and making yeah. sure you had water and if i if I tick those boxes, like life was great. Oh, man. And, um, so yeah. simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, there's nothing. And it's incredible. Like, that's where the Cedarburg's amazing. I mean, that was 200 bit days. I didn't see a single person, like, through that. Yeah, that's, that's that, crazy. That whole time. Yeah. And then you get and back it, to civilization and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's always a big one. No, that's so cool. I mean, I like taking it back to its roots, just having an adventure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, even sometimes you get like the planning can be more exhausting than the mission it's like mm-hmm. you like uh, put a lot of pressure on like one weekend or one mission to be like oh then i'm gonna like take a break or but just to learn to like just keep it simple just go mm-hmm. like you'll figure it out as you go again it's like the essentials like place to sleep in water mm-hmm. yeah the cedar burger is a, a space that you can do that as well which is cool yeah yeah yeah. and yeah. it's not the only one i mean there's 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 the hex there's the winter hook like yeah. There's Langeberg. There, I mean, there's so many. There's so many places that we we gifted with in in the Cape. Yeah. <laughs> to to do that. No, that's so cool. And planning something like, I mean, the Cape unfolds. Like, mm-hmm. did that just come to you one day? Was that like years of wanting to connect kind of different routes together? Where did that all start? Or t- share with the people what what the Cape unfolds. Um, I started. Uh, my interest in the outdoors kind of started around 2013, 2014 or so. Um, and I started, I started, uh, I started trail running and rock climbing at about the same time. And, uh, yeah, so I started spending time in, uh, yeah, I mean, places like the Cedarburg, the Koborkafelt, the Hex, the, like around Montague area. Um, and they all blew my mind and they all blew my mind for their degree of like diversity and yeah. just how unique each one was from the next. Um, and then one day I was looking at maps and I suddenly realized that all of the places I now loved were on the same ridge line. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Like, how can they possibly be attached? And if they are attached, what, what, what must the places in between look like yeah. if they, um, if these places are so diverse and then so that that sent me down a, a rabbit hole of research um and um yeah i spent i spent about a year mapping and oh, wow. like uh, researching the the project in uh, in total and um yeah and and 
I think, I mean, for, for, for me, what, and then what, what, what came out of it was obviously so the, the Cape Fold is a part of the Cape Fold Belt, which is um, uh, linked to the Cape Floristic region, which is um, one of the smallest biomes, but the most diverse in the world. Uh, so it's it's 0.5% of Africa's landmass, but yep. it's got 20% of Africa's flora in it, which is just that's like mind-boggling. <laughs> and um, and that's like that's what you see when you when you move through the land is yeah. is this the, the, like 20% of Africa's la- um, flora like just ch- like evolving in front of your eyes, yeah, and it that's is like amazing. you literally run 40k's and and. You know, like you're suddenly surrounded by stuff that you you weren't when you started, and it's mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it's, it's incredibly unique, and um, and yeah, and then and then then of course like and then you start looking into the geomorphology and how the Cape Fold Belt formed with, uh, which I mean it's it's pretty nuts, but like so before um, uh, before continental drift, you know, we were attached to the the Falklands Plateau. Which was a mountain that was higher than like uh, the Himalayas, oh, <laughs> higher than wow. Everest, and then where we were used to be the the foothold uh, foothills into that, and then obviously that all separated, then it pushed back into the continent, which caused the the buckle and the fold in the Cape Fold. That's why if you go yes. to Montague and you see these like ninety degree bends in the rock, yeah, you're like that's that buckling that that's, happened. That yeah 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 that's that's how that all formed, and then the weight of the the Falklands eventually caused it to slide off the continent again. What? And that's when it drifted off into into sea. And, um, yeah, so anyway, so that's, I mean, like, the, the, all of this stuff started blowing my mind. Yeah. And, and the only way to really witness it, I, like, in its entirety, I felt, was was on foot. Um, yeah, that's so, so cool. Yeah, so it wasn't, and, yeah, so, and anyway, so then I started researching. I learned about... Um, uh, Rim of Africa, who was already hiking the first 650 kilometers over a period, I think it's about eight or nine weeks. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I wasn't the first person to have this real- realization. And, and in fact, there were actually a couple of guys that had inquired with them to run it um, already as well. Um, and then, yeah, they, they um, yeah, and then anyway, and then after that, we kind of I did a bit more homework, and then I realized that the ridge line actually continues for another six hundred kilometers from that point. <laughs> and then I was like, you can't, you can't stop halfway. <laughs> um, yeah, so then we we started looking into the Otaniquas, and then the um, yeah Babianskloof, and then the Grootvintok after that, and which, and then it eventually the belt eventually dips into. Um, the Grundel Nature Reserve on the outskirts of Utenegg. Yes, unreal. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I had um, Amant Duplessis was very excited to join me on the mission. We were originally going to do it together, but then he had some work stuff that came up. Um, and yeah, we, we, we did one recce where we ran from De Duins to Montague, uh, which with Andrea Buffy as well. And that just turned into a mission of epic proportions and and after that i was i was hooked yeah you're Um, like i have to do this thing yeah 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 no we got we got benighted at aranki's corp and (laughs) then we got yeah we got caught in storms we ran out of food we ran out of water we and (laughs) we were like down climbing these ridiculous cliffs like in on wet rock and and yeah i mean uh, yeah and at the end of it we were just we were like that's this is it. Like, <laughs> only trail we're, runners we're would be like, I need to go back. Like everyone else yeah. is like, oh no, one near death experience is yeah. enough for me. And Damien's like, I'm gonna do this again and make it twice as long. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, next man. level. Yeah, jeez, and it's yeah, and and still to this day, I think that Langeberg is still my most, yeah, the most underrated part of that whole region. And um, Langeberg, I mean, I know that formed part of the Sky Running series. Did you go do that? Was that part of the race? Did you do the Langeberg race? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. so I did, I did the Langeberg. It's um, so Langeberg doesn't actually follow the line I chose, like I, I ran. So okay. um, so the the objective of Cape Fold was to to kind of follow the purest line across the ridges. Okay. So um, the idea was to get up and just run across for yeah. as, far, as as much as you can without it being contrived. Um, Skyrun, the Skyrunning series um, followed the traditional. 
hike up and down to the hut. Okay. So it it didn't actually run across the ridge. It, it just went straight up and, and straight, straight down. back down. But kind of being back in that area, it's like such a it's, contrasting thing. I'm like, you've got this like long mission following like the purest line it's just like i mean it's a, what thousand one hundred and twenty k's something like that uh yes fo- fo- following my line like yeah, I, I, I saw like a sign which had that like printed on yeah. i think it was your finish line this like epic yeah. thing but and then going back now this year obviously it's like a while later did i don't know did you were you driving there and you're like oh remember this like mission that i had uh, here yeah 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 no i've got deep deep sentimental attachment to the area but yeah. it's but it's also the the downfall of that project was that I crossed it all, but I didn't have sufficient time to explore each area comprehensively. Yeah. So I look for any excuse to go, you know, back. To, to go back and then elaborate on, yeah. you know, like and literally get get little veins coming off the, the yes. spine that we kind of. Yeah, um, well, that's a nice way to think about it. You've yeah. like got this main thing, but there's so much still to like be built onto the main kind of spine. Yeah, that's y- cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, as, yeah, so the the idea of bringing a high intensity race like like Skyrun up there was just it was a very different yeah, way of experiencing like contrasting it and, yeah 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 but and it's um it was wild it was exciting and, yeah and i when i think of you damien i think of like a a longer distance like ultra runner adventurer mission like there's just pretty much everything with outdoor adventure but i always think like extended time periods outside and then the skyrunning series was Obviously beautiful for its location, but it's like short, sharp, fast, the whole the whole thing. So what was that like for you? I mean, do you like that kind of racing? Like, does that... Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not actually... Um, I'm, I'm not actually a, a tad... Like, it, it's quite funny because you say you associate me with long distance running but like yeah i'm, I'm not I, I don't actually identify as like one type i know i one, just have this thing in my mind yeah, of like yeah, but he's outdoors all day so it must mean he loves yeah. the longer stuff more but, but it, tell us um yeah so i kind of um i mean more than anything i i choose i, I don't choose my like missions and races on on distance it's it's normally on aesthetic um, oh, cool so nice. it's um <laughs> so yeah, so if if there's a if there's a a race w- with like five different distances, I'll I'll look for the route which has the 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 the, the best trails, which Very is the cool. least contrived. Yeah, yes. Um, and that's that's what I wanted want to, like, that's the one I want to experience. Okay, you know, cool. like so whether it's twenty k's or hundred, you like, I'm going for wherever the views are. Um, yes, it's it's the views, but also the trails yeah. and um, and the, the the technical elements and um, yeah. So anyway, so and it's funny. Like I've I've never done a hundred mile race. Like so it's like, it's like and um, and it's yeah. And my hundred k is yeah. also like very very limited. Um, but yeah, like multiple day kind of stuff and all that. There's 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 a lot more and yeah. But, but then the yeah. But to be honest, I mean, I find like shorter racing. I do actually find like like more more exciting yeah where i mean what what i'm going to say now is kind of like null and void when you start talking about like killian and jim racing a hundred miler but like I, f- I find there's there's a lot in shorter distances there's a lot more strategy there's a lot more like like decision making on like watching the pack and yeah. who's going and all that and whereas the longer distances i feel it's a far more personal thing where Yes. You kind of you need to know your capacity and your ability, and then yes, you 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 decide your race based off that. Based, yeah, you're not um, as affected maybe by like the decisions and the strategy of everyone else. Like yeah, yeah. I think I saw that actually with the as the series unfolded, and I was watching the positions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, and it was a matter of like two seconds where mm-hmm. guys were like coming and and the girls coming in after one another, and I was like, flip. That's the did I you know how long did it take me to stash my poles and do I scramble here? Like it's that decision to put you like i don't know one position behind or ahead yeah it's crazy yeah. and just and just like functioning on threshold for yeah. for that duration of yeah, time it's like, rough. i mean it's like if you're doing a yeah 100k 100 mile it's very seldom that you kind of you hit that like 80 90 percent yeah like heart rate yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, sky and it's and like i'm in a red line for three hours and i'm choosing to do this it's like yeah, yeah. and it's yes it's it, it's hectic and like yeah. that, that that mental space you go into when you're hurting so much and, everything's uh, burning you're chasing Robbie Rorick down a downhill like yeah I wish I could say that but, like, <laughs> it's like, but nobody actually saw him he was no. just gone <laughs> yeah 
But uh, yeah, no, but I do. I, I, I find those distances very exciting. And I think it's quite funny. I think my most exciting racing to watch is still like 1500 meter track. It's um, cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there is something so like technical and specific and dialed in about short short stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's. I think it's actually quite underrated as well. It's. Um, yeah, I think specific like more people are like ultra like lo- go longer. You know, I think sometimes the shorter stuff gets a bad rap, but I'm like, even this year seeing what people have done with the shorter distances and the times getting quicker and quicker. Mm-hmm. I think I saw. Um, yeah, just even some of the stuff around UTCT and people targeting that 35K and the 21K that's, records. I was like, those times are so fast. Like, can they get faster? And then and they do. Yeah. And that, that 35K route, that's a really, really good route. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, that's proper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's one of the, like, toughest, uh, like, options they've they've got in the lineup, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. I said to someone, um, actually, I spoke to a Namibian runner yesterday, and then he's like, yeah. You know, he, he sees this UTC, but he, he doesn't quite feel ready for the marathon. So he thinks he's just going to do the 35. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me just tell you, there's no there's no just, no just. doing the, the 35K at UTC. And I t- explained the route and he was like, why? They should make that more clear, like on the yeah. website. And I'm like, I think it's pretty clear. Like if you just look at the route profile, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a it's a tough one. Yeah, Short doesn't mean easier mm. for sure. Yeah. No. The other side to you, what I said in your intro, Damien, was if you're not actually running on the trails, then you're busy capturing like something epic through through mm-hmm. your lens. Um, as I was kind of doing some research, I realized your camera and your kind of pursuit of showing people things that they can't necessarily see themselves mm-hmm. has taken you to some crazy places. Um, yeah, there's a there's another podcast actually that I'll I'll put in the show notes uh, where Damien talks about where he hid in an orphanage. Uh, it's an orphanage. Yeah, you were hiding from the authorities, like in remind me of the country. Myanmar. Yeah, it's like, but there's a lot of as I'm chatting to you, and you're like, yeah, this border was closed, or I was trying to sneak in here, or and I'm like, what? This is so crazy. Um, and I think that like, yeah, I mean, it speaks to your how you do things, how you view stuff, um, and it's really epic for me the how the videography is kind of goes hand in hand with this outdoor enthusiasm and and adventurous spirit that you've got. Um. One of the things was you were in the States wanting to travel up to, to Western States with Ragnan Perry during lockdown. And then there was a whole situation of South Africa is a high risk country um, in terms of COVID. You can't get directly into the States. Fill us in of what happened after oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I met the I met the family when they were traveling through uh, South Africa the, the previous year. Um, and yeah, anyway, so they, they invited that they're on this rolling mountains project where they are, uh, traveling around the world, documenting, well, uh, yeah, doing an, the objective is to do an international race, have a personal project and like try and incorporate a professional life trail running lifestyle with like travel and life experience. And so I joined them, um, kind of fresh out of lockdown um, to do the Americas with them. Awesome. And, um, yeah, so anyway, so we couldn't, as, as South Africa being a high risk country, we couldn't get access to the States. So then we ended up, um, having to quarantine in Costa Rica for two weeks. Um, Crazy. So we, <laughs> yeah, so we ended up, um, yeah, we went down to Costa Rica. We ended up living on a, um, this like deserted beach for a week or so. And, um, yeah, and then in, in someone's home for another week and, uh, yeah, until, until we were considered COVID free and then, <laughs> and safe to travel into the States. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, Costa Rica was amazing. The, yeah. the, the, the jungles and the, the I know, wildlife. I think you said the like, there's like pumas, like lurking jaguars in the, in the background, the butterflies, the, just the, the terrain, mm-hmm. everything tropical, something totally different. Yes, yes, yes. This absolute like rainforest kind of. Start Yo, working. Yeah, very, very humid and hot as well. My co- the, all my lenses were misting out. Oh, it was no. like very hard to. You're like, please don't stay yeah. like this forever. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and I mean, like, your that's another example for me. I feel like of like uh, something like the Cape Unfold teaching you to let go of the plan. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys didn't maybe plan to not to kind of be denied access to spend some time on a beach in a jungle and then you still have this thing of like, you need to get to Western States. Yeah. So, I mean, well, well we did, we, we did actually know that we would have to 
um, quarantine in Costa Rica beforehand. But um, yeah, but, but I suppose the interesting the interesting dynamic of of that project was um, like traveling, uh, uh, was was like traveling in a camper van with a family where yeah. there's there's this um, the, the nature of uh, be, being a documentarian, you know, is um, very very much about. Well, there's a philosophy about being, you know, like the silent observer and documenting. But yes. But then you've got this situation where you you're living in a, a, a house <laughs> on like wheels, yeah, a house on wheels with two dogs, a five year old, and a mother and daughter. And there's you can't pretend like you removed, you know, yes. because you you're you you, you got to eat, you got to sleep, you got to interact. You're moving with everyone, and yeah. And so like it it walks this like very. Um, it 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 walked quite a different line between, yeah. um, uh, yeah, like working out like what 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 is the story where where am I involved and where where do I step back? Yeah, and, no, um, that's so interesting. Yeah. And just and, fitting in your own, I mean, like the routines. I mean, it sounds like you guys were on the road for like many hours a day. You get somewhere, there's work to be done. You also want to run. There's just like a lot happening. I mean, how how was that? No, no, it was it was wild. I mean, it's also I, I know for Ragnar and Petter, you know, like their, their their objective was to try and train like as close to professionals as when they were living in their home as possible, but then also wanting to see see the country, you know, yeah. that they were coming to visit. So, I mean, it was I must say it wasn't it's not the way I would naturally travel, but yeah. it's um yeah, but every I mean every day they were putting in their long runs. And then we were spending like six to eight hours driving between places, and and then still trying to film and document stuff in each location. Um, yeah, and I'm like, and how how was editing on the move? I mean, did you get used to like sitting in a car like editing? No, no, no. So actually, I didn't I didn't do edi- any any editing. Okay. Um, on on yeah on on the move, there, there there actually just wasn't time. Yeah. Um, I can imagine. And um, uh. Yeah. So anyway, so I was I was like perpetually like either either shooting or taking like looking after like logistics in the background. Yeah. And then um yeah and then I came back and I had a very lengthy edit. I can just imagine. Yeah. You know, I can work Mm. through all of this and it's like reliving that those experiences Mm. are are crazy and um I mean that's like one of the there's so many stories they mean about where your videography's taken and I actually want to put there's been a couple of cool blog posts that I'll put in the show notes but um, another thing that's more local that you're involved in that I had no idea is kind of the run cameras is that what you call them like run cams at UTCT um, yeah, yeah that's yeah. like another thing like now that's that's local and it's here but there's I mean that's in terms of logistics that's huge that's like finding people who can keep up with the front runners while wearing gear, 10K segments, when are the people coming through? Like, that's not, I don't know, it's not just like point and point and shoot. This is like, you need to be right place, right time, right speed, and just absolutely send it because Jim Momsey is going to come through here three minutes, okay, on trail. At good luck, you know? Yeah. No, this, I mean, this is, this is a very, this is a skill set that is very left field for me. I've got, I've got no idea how, how, you thought of me for this one but um but uh yeah I'm, I'm very proud i think i've made my most comprehensive spreadsheet ever like around nice. this project and um but yeah it's, it's it's a it's a fascinating equation um because it's uh i mean yeah so the 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 challenge is like the restrictions around access to runners that can run very technical trails with the fastest in the world like you're saying, these last two years, it's been with a five kilo backpack yeah. on their backs, which is freaking mind boggling. Luckily, we've got a hell of a lot of talented runners, really runners down, yeah. down here in Cape Town. Um, and um, yeah, and, the, and then working out this like kind of leapfrogged equation of predicting how long it, the leaders are going to take on each section of the yeah. event making sure we got runners in place and then we are like the and then the great challenge is that we've literally got two packs per race so two crazy so two packs for the leading men two packs for the leading woman and then that through three different races that are, are often overlapping yeah because that's like now this is the live stream that you're trying to keep going but it's two two categories mm-hmm. multiple i think there's four, five races now five now but four four at a stage so and then three filmed yeah three filmed and it's like yeah 
you run in, take the pack of charging stuff. I'm sure that's a thing. Taking the, yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, it's quite, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the, uh, yeah, it's, it's this, um, like logistical, like frenzy, but yeah. it's, but it's, 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 I mean, I think it's my most tiring weekend of the year, but it's also one of the most rewarding. And yeah, um, that's cool. And when you see it all come together, like it, what I love about it is like you sit down in the beginning and you've got this theory and it's like, okay, this is how it should play out. And then this is going to happen and this one's going to pass to that. And then, and then all of, I suppose, similar to what we were talking about earlier, that you press play and the gun goes off. And then, and, and then it's like, okay, right. And then, you know, and, yeah. and then like, yeah. And then this guy follows that guy and then he does actually get the pack to that one. And then, yeah. and then there are like, like it's, there's, there's all sorts of stuff happening backstage and, um, um, but, and, but at the end of the day, you know, the most important thing is that you have something really exciting on the, the, the screen yeah. going but, live. And I mean, I mean that it's like world-class coverage. Like I remember last year, um, following the race, seeing like just the quality, I was like, I feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm literally on the trail, mm. like just so epic and also being able to capture not just the, the start or the finish line, like the tape breaking mm -hmm. the tape moments. There's like that raw, real emotion, what we were chatting about, like racing, you dialed in mm -hmm. and, and kind of us, the spectators get to be part of that. It's so cool. And just, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's my, and just to, I mean, just to see the, the, yeah, the, the, the consistency and flow of the runners over such ridiculous distances and yeah. difficult terrain and, um, yeah, and just like big, big kudos to the to the cameramen that, yeah. that do it because I, I, I honestly like they they're not getting the credit for being the the best in the world, you know. Yeah. But they they there, you know. Like, yeah, somebody I, has to chase the best in the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's stories like I mean, we had a camera on Jim Walmsley coming down Kabonkelberg at like three and a half minutes a k. And I think like, I saw and, that footage. Yeah, and it's it's just like I mean that just blows my mind. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, the. What, what were the other, yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, sometimes I think the longest distance a guy ran was like 18 kilometers or something like that. That's wild. And, um, that, yeah, just chasing the whole just, time. Just tracking these, these guys. Tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, man. Anyway, so it's quite like we, and it's, it's great. Like every year we're evolving and developing and all that. Yeah. And it's a really great, it's a really great network. I mean, the, uh, the tech is developing and advancing each year. This year, uh, Pulse is taking on. And oh. all the footage. So hopefully our packs are going to be a hell of a lot lighter. Yeah, lighter than five yeah, Incredible um, commentators, you know, and awesome. like crew on the back end, which, um, yeah, so insightful. And um, yeah, that, yeah, that media and coverage team every year, it's just getting better. And mm -hmm. I'm also, I'm like, can, just like, the, can the times get faster? I'm like, can you guys cover this better? And then you do, like something new or mm -hmm. something fresh. And I'm just like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you're warming up for that now. I mean, UTCT is like... It's just around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we've had our first couple of meetings and all that. We've secured our running team. And, awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're hoping this is going to be the best year yet for sure. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Mean, we know we're going to be, um, yeah, watching from, from the sidelines or just like just mm -hmm. behind the scenes. I'm really excited about that. Um, and next project in the pipeline, I think you're literally going from here to this this thing. Um, yeah, so we kind of, well, the next, well, personal project. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not running related, but um, I've been working on a film with, Mark Collins, who founded the Otter. Yes, yeah. cool. He's he's big into his rock climbing at the moment, and awesome. um, yeah, we we busy producing a film about the first rock climbing route being opened in Neisner. Oh, amazing! Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, and it's been great. There's there's I think yeah we we found some very powerful characters in the story. It's not just yeah. about it's a lot more than just about climbing a <laughs> a rock. Um, yeah, he's 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 titled the route the edge of everything, and I think that oh, wow. that kind of summarizes what's going on. And and it's great, like it's actually been it's been a really fun journey actually because I think we, in different ways, all of us are going through like quite similar stuff in life, and we've yeah. been able to bring all of that together in trying to tell a beautiful story yeah. on a difficult rock climb. That's cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and throw a lot of metaphors and all of that all of that and oh. yeah so hopefully we'll be wrapping that up by the end of the year yes there's get, something get about outdoor adventure that mm -hmm. just i don't know i really feel like it brings out the best 
in people if it's stories or processing something or whatever mm -hmm. there's just it's like this multi-layered thing um, and I mean you've worked with Mark earlier this year you you did a film for kind of leading up to the story behind mm. the Otter Trail that's awesome mm -hmm. as well we'll definitely include that in the show notes I think I watched that and I messaged you and yes. I was like oh, like this is yeah. awesome you really captured like their relationship and they how they think mm. like yeah yeah um uh, yeah it was it was a great privilege like work working with them on that story on that story um I've got quite a long history with them I started working with them when they um when they were prepping to go to the adventure racing world champs in reunion which yes. was I mean I'm I, I'm I think it was 2018 it <laughs> might it was roughly there I can't remember exactly um but we've had comms, and then I, I ended up working at Otter a number of times. And, awesome. Um, yeah, so so we we all like we're quite close, and it's yeah. So when the opportunity came up to tell that story, I was like, "Geez, I don't." I'm in. I, I'm I'm in. It doesn't matter. Like I need to. Yeah. I need to make sure I'm there, and then that's what opened up, um, this, uh, yeah, this this opportunity, and and it's great. Like I think you know, um, particularly particularly for Mark, this is a a very important project. Um, and it's beautiful. Like, you know, Su um, Susan Sontag has this um, great essay she wrote on on um, silencing the artist. Oh, yeah. Um, and her like her her theory is that it's the it's the objective of the art artist to get to a point where they've got nothing to make. Like where oh, wow. um, where you. Yeah. If you are making something, there's. You're asking questions. You're inquiring. You're trying to work something out. Yes. You know, and the the process of whether it's like brush brush strokes or learning climbing moves or trying pushing a bit harder for yeah. that PB or like what, what, whatever it is. You know, it's work like you know strumming on your guitar. Like it, it's about it, it, it's about perfecting something to the point where you've worked you you've worked out whatever it is that thing yeah. is that you you're working through and. And when you get to that point where you can like put down your brush and say that's it, yeah, I've got it, you know, yeah. like that's the that 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 that's yeah, that is the goal of um of of the true artist. It's not about saying like what's next. It's about completing the yeah the, the inquiry that has yes. challenged you, and it's and it's great. I think I think this film for everyone involved is is going to yeah yeah. I think we're going to put down the brush stroke and the brush end be quite happy with what yeah and sit right on the edge of everything yeah 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 take exactly it in. yeah no look, awesome damien mm -hmm. i'm so keen to watch that i'm keen to yeah just see where that goes and we yeah now i'm like i just wanted to come out but yeah. i know you like still have some work to do yeah um, and yeah damien another like segueing into another another project that also because of kind of you and your involvement that i've got to know about i feel like i know very little um there's still so much that i want to tap into but um run run west is something that i've kind of followed for a while and the west coast is a hidden gem in mm -hmm. south africa in terms of kind of running surfing the coastline i mean it's it's i think we spoke earlier about it's kind of like a a secret um yeah and and which is so beautiful but there's been a whole situation with the west coast mining companies absolute disaster of kind of this beautiful piece of coastline being wrecked but um, just to kind of get into this and and share with the audiences, what what is protective West Coast and why did the NGO need to form? Like, yeah, can you take us through that? Yeah, sure. So, uh, Protect the West Coast was formed by a guy called uh, Mike Schlebach, who's a big wave surfer. Uh, he had been visiting the West Coast for since he was a child. Um, I know nothing about surfing, but apparently <laughs> the waves are very good for for, for surfing. Um, yeah, and then one day he went up and he found his beach, the beaches massacred um, that he'd been visiting for decades, and he wasn't allowed access to to some of the beaches, which are public land, so you yeah. really should have access. Um, so he couldn't surf, and he decided, no, this is this is not on, and I'm going to fight it. So. <clears throat> Uh, he set up Protect the West Coast, which, whose objective is to fund um, or fight the legal battles to make sure that um, mines obey their environmental assessment requirements yeah. um, while they are mining, and that government doesn't get out of hand with um, 
you know, um, uh, issuing too many uh, prospector permits. Yes. And when people do get prospecting permits, that they abide by those and everything's kind of done, done in a way that is sustainable and uh, we can rehabilitate the land afterwards. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So anyway, so that's that was Mike. And um, I had actually, I met him through... Grant Cleghorn, he's got uh, Gone Outdoor. Yes. I was pitching, I was, I was pitching um, some stories about um, the elephant migration routes from Addo to Neisner. Yes. And, and he was like, he was umming and eyeing about getting involved. And he's like, but we've got this thing on the West Coast. Like, maybe you should check it out. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. So I said, cool. You know, so it was, I think it was myself and Grant and Mike and um, Noemi Brunt yeah. and Xavier Brill. Like, we all headed up. We had a mission, and it was uh, that's where I heard, you know, Mike's story about how he grew up there. Then we had uh, Naomi, who um, who's grew up on the west coast and and is a vet, so is very yeah. involved with the animals in the area and and beyond that, actually as well. She knows a lot about the vegetation and the ground in general. And I was I was highly inspired by you know what what everyone had to say. Yeah. And then p- parallel to that. There was a um, uh, there there was this this other surfer that had converted to the the dark side of and found himself running running yeah <laughs> and um, Dom <laughs> and uh, yeah that's Dom de, de, Dom de Jesus or Dom the Runner as he was um, uh, it, like uh, introduced to me yeah and um, yeah, and between him and Jacques Applestick, they had uh, decided that they they also really wanted to do something to preserve the coast. They had also grown up surfing there and yeah. um, loved the place. Um, and yeah, so they they contacted me. They said, "Hey, we got this idea. We want to run down the run down the coast." Um, and I suppose my yeah, I mean, my my background is like I started I started my career in film and photography in the NGO sector, building advocacy campaigns, um, predominantly in in healthcare. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was like lots of TB, malaria, AIDS, and into a bunch of other stuff. Um, and yeah, but fighting fight fighting those kind of causes, yeah. and then um, when that got a a bit depressing, I kind of started taking my camera into the environment, like natural spaces to try and yeah. bring more uplifting beauty into the work and revive the passion. And um, and then that very quickly led into conservation-based stuff. And so when I, yeah, when, when after, after Cape Fold, I was d- very passionate about the mountains and, um, and, and conserving these, these spaces. Um, but it's quite funny because you, when you think of trail, you your association is always with mountains. Yeah. But <laughs> that doesn't have to be true. Like a beach is as much yeah. environment as the mountain, and and I was I was blown away by this this landscape and this um on, like that I found on this coast and just pristine the, coastline, beautiful. And it's yeah yeah, and it's still Cape Floristic region. Yeah. It's, uh, the flowers, the, the and and all that that's there is is as dramatic as it is. Yeah. Um, in in the mountains and and it's um and it's one of these wonderful beauties where you don't you don't see it immediately mm-hmm. you have to you have to spend time there and then the beauty slowly creeps yeah. out of the the sand and the the framework and and I, yeah it's uh yeah I'd, I'd immediately I was take I was taken by this place um and I was taken by I think the success um, yeah, and also I was very passionate to contribute to the cause. Um, I think the success of any project like this is really the the team that you have on board with you. And yeah. although I knew no one very well, I, I was blown away by their their motivation and commitment and enthusiasm to do it. Um, nothing like particularly dumb. He he wasn't going to let anything stand in his way. Yeah, like, that's amazing. I mean, he's a surfer that's now saying he wants to run. And, um, and he's like, well, we're just going to, we're going to do it. Like, I don't care if we don't get sponsors. I don't care if no one else comes on board. We, yeah, I we, need to take a stand. Yeah. For yeah. This, we, yeah. we're going to do this. And, yeah. and I was like, well, if that's your attitude, I've got no excuse. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm coming on board. Coming, yeah. 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 And, um, yeah. So that was, yeah, that, that was the beginning, the beginning of a fantastic relationship. And it's, yeah. um, uh, yeah, we started off with 
a, a, a small crew of, I think there were, I mean, maybe there weren't more than 10 runners and, and then actually a, and a very incredible support crew that joined us as well. Awesome. And, um, yeah. And then, so like we did, we did one weekend recce, then everyone was stoked. And then he, the next phone call I said was, you know, that was great, but we want to go all the way to Cape Town now, which is another 600 kilometers. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, <laughs> we, we got to go. And I think the beauty of it was, um, on that, on that trip, like it was quite funny, like the, um, with, with all of my experiences of the past, most of them were almost always solo. Um, they, uh, they were inland. They were, I had very little communication with other people. Um, here all of a sudden I had a group of people that were very enthusiastic. They wanted to break it up and do it over weekends so that yeah. we could try and encourage more people to come and join and all that, which was refreshing as well. Um, and I mean, the other interesting thing as well is I, um, the, one of the reasons why the mines are being, are, are able to get away with as many atrocities as they do is because there are so few people in that area that yeah, it's, nobody it's very, knows what's, what's going on. Yeah. yeah it's, it's difficult to police. So, um, the, I think like what, what really struck us was on, on that first trip was we, we spent two days running through the most incredible coastline you can, you can possibly imagine. And then on the third day, um, we approached one of these mines, it was an MSR mine. Um, and they, they denied us access. And it's like the, there's, there's a portion of beach that is public That's land, public land. Y- yeah. you're allowed to cross and they, they refused us to cross and from what we could see like that whole beach was like massacred it was it's been i mean just destroyed yeah 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 and we've got we've got lots of footage to to show just how destroyed it was yeah. and i mean and protect the west coast has actually won that case since in in court um amazing but, that's great yeah but to but just to what like what witness how incredible something can be and then witness what it looks what like when it's destroyed, yeah. like I think, struck a chord with all of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes you realize how much you got to lose. Yeah. And and, it, and that, that's where we kind of came up with this idea. It's like, it's got, I mean, again, it's quite interesting because generally I'm not a strong advocate of trying to encourage higher foot traffic on trails. But yes. now we were in a situation where we were like, if nobody comes here, no one's going to realize the value of the land or what we have. Yeah. And therefore nobody is like these guys are going to continue getting away with what they're doing. Yeah. So we decided, right, we need to, we need to run west. We, we need to run west. We need to, yeah, we, we need to get people on these trails and protect the west coast. We'll do the legal stuff and run west is going to make people fall in love with this coastline. Yeah. That's and, so cool. Yeah. And yeah, it's been great. So we, we finished our 600 K uh, lap down to Cape Point. And then Dom hadn't had enough, so he decided, right, <laughs> now we're going to turn this into a race. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, and again, like race, race isn't a a very accurate term. The The front guys were very much racing, <laughs> which was great. Uh, but we selected like one of the most beautiful sections of the the coast, which starts on the Olifants uh, estuary, which is, I mean, it's, you got, there's something like 50,000 different bird species or something or but like that migrate through that area and they're starting to mine there as well which means if they start that the migration migration of all these birds like disappear um and and i mean this is in september so the flowers are out the migration's happening it's the most beautiful time to run here it's a sequence of like so you run through this incredible estuary you got flamingos like cruising (laughs) over your head then you're on like this like very very like like exposed beach and and then um and you you just you just feel like you're in the middle of nowhere you know and it's just you just got the roar of the ocean on your one side and um and just nothing around you and then um and then you climb up onto these cliffs and you run along these most exquisite cliff faces like above the ocean um and then yeah and then you eventually drop into um during by and um yeah, it's, it's it's also short as like a 20, 20 k lap, um, and yeah, I think, yeah, and the ob- the objective is to just like profile the 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 land. So we we had fantastic support from the local towns and communities and yeah. the municipality, um, 
a lot of um, there was a, a wonderful ceremony which was held by um, uh, a, a sand community in the area that kind of gave us a, they they made a theater performance out of the the history of fishing in the oh, in wow. the area and how that's changed. Um, uh, Fry's Cove came on for the finish line and was serving up um, Cedarburg beers from the area <laughs> and there's so there's great times there. And again, like and we tried to take we also took that concept of trying to expose just how beautiful and incredible the landscape is. And then it, we finished on Durangbai where they've um, they have been mining until quite recently. Oh wow! So the runners got to again also see just how what it looks like untouched versus versus when the mines have been what, involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, I mean, just like the creating awareness so that people know what they have to lose. I mean, we've spoken about kind of how Run West does this, but mm. what's when is the next event? How are things looking kind of for the future? Where can people get involved? Yeah, so it's so the next event will probably be the race next year. Okay. Um, this year had a, a fantastic response, and uh, there's talk about maybe a longer race. Damien's <laughs> like, let's double it. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, so anyway, it looks like yeah, the first yeah, the first one is great, and there's a lot of talk about making the second one even better. But that'll also be around September awesome. next year. And but I, I highly recommend following Protect the West Coast and Run West for yeah. updates on what's happening with the with the mining situation and and who knows that I mean maybe maybe if we bend Dom's arm we'll get a few reckies or <laughs> nice. like little side missions going up there yeah. as well and just expose people to what what is going on I think mm. even just reading some of the the blog posts which I'll I'll stick into the show notes I couldn't believe it I was like this is this beautiful area I can't believe what I'm seeing some of the photographs of just like these mined beaches and like mm. all the minerals just like taken out of the sand and dumped back onto the beach there's it's so there's no it's like so unceremonious there's just yeah it's just it's not a great um thing but it's one of those things that kind of moves you to action it's like okay mm. that's why i was like we need to talk about this um yeah, it's very it's yeah. critical it's very important yeah and it's yeah and again it's, it's one of those things where i think to fully appreciate it you need to have experienced it on foot yeah yeah that slowing down, taking it in, knowing mm. what's what's there and, and what you've got to lose. I think being yeah. in touch with the elements. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's just been such a nice thread through through all of this. And mm -hmm. um, Damien, I kind of just rounding off. I don't know if you will be able to ask this answer this question after um, we've been through everything, but something kind of light and easy. But what is what is your favorite trail, and and why? Really? I feel like this was meant to be like this fun question and everyone I'm asking is like, that's like asking me to choose my favorite child. Like, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I must say, I've got a... Um, I've, I've, so, so, like, I, re I recently moved to Musenberg. Um, so I've been, I've been running a lot of trails in Silvermine recently. And I've found a... Yeah, I've, I found this like 14 kilometer loop through Eastern Silver Mine. Okay. Which has, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's, it's just, um, well, in general, I've enjoyed, like, I was, you know, when I, when I was living townside, I explored the front of Table Mountain inside out. So I can, like, I know all those, yeah. I know all those trails and they were, lots of them are great. And, um, but like, like coming down south, it's, you know, I've, I've now had an opportunity to explore the back trails, which yeah. uh, previously I had just kind of gone through the area, and I, um, yeah, and there's yeah, I, I found this this one track which is great. It's 14 k's. They're four climbs with about 600 meters of vert in total. Okay, it's awesome. Banging single track the whole way. <laughs> you run through. Um, yeah, you 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 get views of like two two different coastlines. You got two peaks. You summit. Um, there's nice technical fast downhills. Oh, there's, great. yeah, a, a proper, a proper climb in the beginning, which, and then another one about two thirds of the way in. So you, you're well tested and it's just, yeah, I mean, one, one moment you're running through a valley, listening to frogs, the next moment you're on like a cliff edge, you know, like oh. kind of where that just drops off like yeah. or 50 meters beneath you. Um, 
and yeah and it's a sick it's a circular loop you end back at your car and <laughs> oh man that's awesome and, um, sounds like the full package yeah yeah no it's yeah silver mine's definitely been delivering for me recently awesome and Damien, where can we find you? I mean, Instagram, I've got Damien Schumann here. Um, I know Insight is, you operate under your own name, but that's also your kind of You mean other than in the... Other the velvet den. The velvet dungeon. Yeah, I'm like, like Damien doesn't live here, guys. He does, no. he does get out. <laughs> and it's got, yeah, this this is not my feng shui. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not your not. choice of decor. But, but it is very good for absorbing echo. Yes. Um, no, so... D- Instagram is at Damien Schumann. I think Facebook's the same. YouTube is, I think, Damien DSP. Cool. Um, yeah, and DSP Gallery is my website where you'll find all, the all of the jazz. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. some beautiful photographs. We actually we like wanted to have one of Damien's photographs uh, here, but just the size. Uh, I wasn't going to do it justice. I'm here for audio. So, yeah, um, yeah we'll, I'm definitely going to pop the links up there. You guys can check it out. This is one of many stories, many things I feel like you've mm-hmm. been involved in. Um, so we'll have to have you back. Um, but yeah, Damien, thanks for sharing. Thanks for inspiring us. Um, yeah, I'm keen to see what, what comes out of this episode and, and where people decide to kind of let go and and go on these little adventures. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, and please, yeah, please, if anyone wants to reach out, I love, yeah, I love hearing what everyone's up to as well. Like. Awesome. Yeah, and thanks so much for having me on board. Yeah, this, just be yeah. careful. Damien will take whatever you say and double the distance. And <laughs> just be prepared. <laughs> awesome. Just pack, just more, more just excuse for more snacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Damien. Cool. Thanks so much. Bye. There you have it, everyone. What a great chat with Damien. Um, so appreciate that he took the time to come and share his stories with us and I hope that you guys are feeling inspired about what what you heard around the west coast and we've we've been gifted such a beautiful piece of coastline and yeah we're just keen to raise awareness about what's going on there and for people to get involved so you'll see all the info in the show notes about protect the west coast and run west and how you can get involved in in next year's event and just in the cause of of protecting the beautiful trails that we get to enjoy okay guys see you all next week for our next episode